Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Ned, there has been a guy who's visited Australia from Singapore. Uh, he went back to Singapore with a very, very specific souvenir. Okay. And I think the only reason we kind of know about this is because his partner has taken to the internet to be like, not the biggest fan of this, mm. but also pretty happy with how happy it makes him. That's really nice. That's all you want out of a relationship, isn't it? It's like, you can, I can put myself out of this situation that's making me not stoked, but I can see that it's making my partner very happy. The Australian powerhouse brand where I would say barely any of the products are made in Australia, but they're still an Australian powerhouse brand, is Anko. Yeah, the Kmart brand. The Kmart brand. Um, they make a, a tradie polo in your orange and your your bright yellow. Nice. Uh, TikTokers all around the world rejoice that they make that because people have made lucrative careers off pretending to be tradies. Thanks yeah. to the fact they can easily pick up some very, very cheap tradie gear. You and I. Well, we had a party called Trady Magic where yep. we pretended to be tradies. It's so a whole thing. You and I have also profited <laughs> off this. But this tourist from Singapore loves the tradie uniform so much that he's made a beeline to Kmart, picked up a bunch of tradie polos, and his partner showed off photos of him wearing them at the office, mm. wearing them playing golf, wearing them just about at family activities and stuff. It's, he's like saying it's his Australia shirt. It's like it is a it's a shirt that's purely designed for functionality. It's Visibility. Like it, you're meant to be able to see the person because it's usually the people that are wearing it. You need to see them. They're on the side of the roads or they're in places where you really do want to see them. But I think through in an office, yeah, nah, it's yeah, it's a little much. You're losing it. I, I think this was also it was designed with functionality in mind. It was never meant to be a fashion. I think what's happened yes. is uh, men and women have donned the tradie outfits and usually in great shape because they're doing physical labour all day. Some sexy human beings They've have put turned on that. it into a very cool look. Yeah, which was I don't think ever meant to happen. I don't think so either. It was like a witch's hat that you put on yep. your body. Mm-hmm. That unfortunately, as you said, we poured some magnificent looking human beings into. And yep. then they made it very, very sexy. Similar to, like, a firefighter's outfit. Yeah, Like, true. that is just purely meant to protect you from fire, ha- from your skin peeling off but your body. But what about the heat underneath? But, my God. My hang God. On. This person has six-pack underneath? This is what's happening. Yeah. And this is what has happened. And apparently, the only reason I can see here as to why we even know about this is this is this. I think maybe I'm just going to put myself in the, the partner's shoes for a second. Mm. I think she's thought, if maybe I'll get him to stop wearing it by saying I'll post on the internet. He's going to yeah. do it. I don't care. That's yeah, a shame. And now here we are. And it hasn't worked. So she's trying to shame him, you think, and I think it's not worked. I think she's trying to go, look, if you love it so much, let me make the internet famous. Yeah. He's going, please do. I'd love so, that. Ah, damn, that's backfired. Yeah. And now for the sake of the power balance in our relationship, I need to follow through. Yeah. Otherwise, this will be a bluff, and it'll yeah. always be a bluff. Yeah. Uh, so she's posted on the internet. I. It did get me thinking, though. Do you have a fashion decision that your partner has made that you really hate. Mm. And the number to call right now would be 131060. I would love to hear these stories. Has your partner, has he or she just committed to a fashion decision that you have no say in anymore? I didn't love. My girlfriend does it. Mm, oh we've, dear. Spoken, we've spoken oh about it. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. This it's is fine. territory that I was not expecting us to well, try and tread near. If we're asking people to call up, I'm... Hey, I'm you're going to share a story? Okay, so I also this is a two cap. I don't. I really, really, really don't want to offend my girlfriend, but I really also need to give a shout out to a second community, mm. um, short kings of the world. Yes, 
I think that you pay you guys uh, absolutely looks down upon for zero reason. I'm taller than my girlfriend, marginally. Mm-hmm. She sometimes wears boots that make me so Her taller than you. Yeah, yeah and it's like, funny how uncomfortable. I, and I'm, like, I'm the I same. No yeah, I, yeah, it's strange. I think tall very, women very, are beautiful. I don't feel insecure, but that's such a strange thing. Yeah. I think it's the power. It's the power. It's the. It's Maybe, the I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's, it's strange. The change. I think if I was dating someone who was taller than me, yeah. that's fine. But because it goes from for, shorter yeah, to taller, I think that's what happens. It's actually got nothing to do with the height and more to do with just something's different. I don't know what's what's different this yeah. is strange i thirteen ten sixty would love to hear if you have a fashion choice that your partner has made that you just hate do you remember that leather hat that leather cowboy hat that i got in yeah, I uh yeah yeah my, my girlfriend's rosalie doesn't love it when doesn't i doesn't love that. the leather cowboy hat yeah which is odd because i really really love it i know you love it yeah. because you've got long hair at the moment you would kind of look like you're in red dead redemption or something and i have like a lot of yeah. prop like toy guns that i've bought from children's stores like that's probably the part she has an issue with no no no, no. i think that's the only part that was She's like, look, at least you've like completing the look. <laughs> She's also never said that either. I was going to say, there is, <laughs> that the, was a there's lie. also an age difference between our girlfriends, yeah. and mine would have the problem with the fact I'm playing with toys. Whereas yeah. yours would be like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right. She's hey, like, I, in terms of things that I should be worried about, not really not, the biggest problem. That's not problem. the biggest red flag. <laughs> Brendan's yeah. on the line from Isabella Plates. How are you? Good, boys. Yourself? Yeah, good. Brandon, thank you. Brennan, do you have a situation where you've been persisting with a fashion choice? I have years ago committed to toe shoes. Oh, Brandon. And Brandon, oh, really? I, why are we doing this? Our uh, pure comfort and uh, just absolute performance. And just because, <laughs> absolute yeah. performance. performance, what, in case you need to scale a wall or something. What performance is preferred? You never know, lads. You never know. But it took her about six months to... to just accept the fact that this is me now. Yeah, <laughs> this is me. <laughs> I went. I went looking for steel cap toe shoes. Very work as well, but unfortunately, oh. not a thing. You wanted to improve on evolution. You yeah. were like, I want my toenails to be steel capped. Yeah. So that's what I need. Brendan, are you still are you still rocking them? When was this change to toe shoes made? Probably like three years ago, and okay. I still wear them now. Yeah, yeah. Right. Do we wear them in, in a formal setting, yeah. or is this just for the gym? Like, where are you wearing the toe shoes? <laughs> I wear these everywhere I can. If I could have worn them at my wedding, I would have. Oh, my God. So glad you drew the line somewhere. (laughs) You know what? You are wearing them at your wedding. They're called socks. You just wear socks. What are we doing, Brennan? Yeah, you don't need gloves for your feet. (laughs) But at the same time, I've not honestly worn toes shoes since I was five. So maybe I'm missing out. I've also never looked at my feet and gone, I need better performance out of these puppies. So maybe, Brennan, you're onto something. I don't know. Yeah, much much like a fish climbing out of the water for the first time. First time and evolving. I'm never like on a rock going like, God, I'm not getting enough traction with my feet on this thing. <laughs> Jesus, I'm like a salamander in here or a newt. <laughs> Sarah, is your partner persisting <laughs> with a fashion choice that you're not a fan of? Okay, so he's committing to the mullet that's going on. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a question we've had before on the show. Do people actually like the mullet or is this a thing we're all just pretending to be on board with? Well, I 100% hate it with yeah. a passion. And I've asked him very politely on a number of occasions to get rid of it. Wouldn't you be the most important voice? Well, you'd think, but obviously my, um, <laughs> my vote my vote doesn't count on the matter. Um, but, yeah, it's very much like the Bailey Smith mullet. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Does it look anything I, like that? 
Uh, I think, if anything, it's worse. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah. I think mullets are like the sun. It's like the closer you are to it, the harder it is to be subjective. Because yeah, I yep. think it's like it's on your head. So this guy's probably like, you know, it looks pretty good. But I would argue. The closer you are, the harder it is to be subjective. I would argue that Sarah's getting closer to it than he is. And That's she's true. being pretty clear about how she feels right now. You're an astronaut in the orbit of this mullet, <laughs> and I feel sorry for you, Sarah. <laughs> Josh, you, me, and producer Michael all went to Japan, and I left my dog with my girlfriend, Sam, who was honestly beautiful in looking after my dog at my house. He essentially just moved into my house and was just looking after him. I usually yeah, send him to a kennel. Credit. I, well, it's essentially free rent. Yeah, free rent and board. It is free rent and board, except for she pays rent and is board her apartment, at her apartment. Is her apartment bigger than yours? Uh, I would say they're very comparable. It's not bigger than yours, is it? No, it's not. But still, she's living the good life. Why are you doing this the to good me? Life for Why free? are you doing this to me? <laughs> I'm not doing anything to you. Yeah, you are. I'm doing a lot I'm... of damage to my my relationship with her. She's going to be like, "Why don't you defend me you more? Need to hang out with Josh less." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's not a nice guy. I literally cannot. <laughs> I get paid to hang Trump out card. with Josh. Um, what happened though was that I usually take Lenny to a kennel, uh, and to be honest. He struggles a little bit with being in kennels. Yeah. He's, he's not a good – He's like much like people aren't great people, pe- pe- uh, he's not a people person. He's not a dog's dog. Yeah. He very much likes to say to himself, but loves a person. He's a people dog. He's a people dog, but he's not a dog dog. So he struggles a little bit when he has to go to these places. Um, my girlfriend just took it out of the equation. He's been great. I came back on Monday afternoon. On yep. Tuesday was our first night together, uh, like just me and him, me and Lenny, the boys. Sam was at her apartment. It was just me and him chilling. Her shoebox apartment. Yeah, devastated <laughs> to have to go back to it. <laughs> She's trying to move as well. So, <laughs> oh, why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I on the I, the other night when it was just me and him, he jumped up on my bed to sleep, and I really don't like sleeping with him on my bed because he just moves around too yep. much and kicks me or whatever. So I like. Was like, uh, uh, mate, off, off you get. And he, in the morning, I did this enough times that he was like, I could hear him going like this. Every time I pushed him off my bed, he was going. Ah, <sighs> oh, yeah, a bit of mum used to let me do this. I got up in the morning yeah. and he was just sitting at my bed and he was like, eh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, I'm like, what? And Sam's looking, clearly been letting him break all the rules. She has. Yeah. And now I've had to come back and be like, dad again. And I'm like, enough, mate. Like, you're not sleeping on the bed. This the is- warden has returned. Yeah, I have my bed. You have your bed. Like, we can do this separately. And your and bed, he's, he's thinking, your bed is big enough for the two of us. So yeah. why is that not a thing we do? Because I bought both and I get to decide which one I sleep in and which one you sleep in. Why don't you try freak him out tonight? You sleep in his bed and he sleeps in your bed. I have a feeling. Look, it's not a He's going to want to come down and sleep in his bed. It's not an awful feel idea, bad. You'll feel bad. Bad. I have a feeling he's going to lock my door somehow yeah. and I'm just going to have to start <laughs> living outside. Josh, you essentially, as a, what you want from a mayor or a deputy mayor, I guess the last thing you would want for them is to break the law. Yep. And so 100%. you are meant to be like sort of deciding the law in the towns or communities or whatever. At the very least, you should be like a poster child for them. I think the mayor of a town is one of the funnier positions that we still do. Yeah. And so if a mayor was to commit crimes in a town, I would assume that it would be the sheriff that would go (laughs) and handcuff the mayor and walk them through the centre of town, Wild West style. Bringing them great shame. Yeah, no, look, I 100%. We're on the exact same page. I'm glad. Um, Helsinki has four deputy mayors, Mm -hmm. four 
not head honchos, but one under the head honcho, and I'm guessing they will lead to the mayor. I don't know why you'd need four deputy mayors, no, apart either. from to when you roll places to roll in a squad. It does you obviously want like to it, yeah. walk in sort of a diamond formation where you're the mayor and then flanked two on either side, your deputy mayors. Exactly right. I mean, I understand it. It looks, it's a great look, especially, baller. yeah, it's very, very baller. But um, one of the four deputy mayors, I guess, is... <laughs> He's not. It does seem like he's not getting enough action. It's like he's not doing enough. Huh? He's like he's not doing enough mayor stuff. Oh right. He's not being. He's like. He, I feel like this guy might be the fourth of the four deputies. Like, mm. does, if it's a ranking, he's fourth. Does certainly seem like he is very much more of a deputy than a mayor. He has decided that he's going to go to like an underground, like a railway tunnel or whatever. Mm. He's being caught red-handed, so they've already like handed him his fines and stuff. But he could be potentially getting in more trouble. He's being caught spray painting graffiti in like a railway tunnel. That's kind of that's kind of sick. It is, isn't it? <laughs> it's kind of rad. It's like. If, if I found I, out that Andrew Barr was going around tagging places, I'd be like, "Show me the tag." Yeah, show me the tag. Let's the see B-man. the tag. The barman. The barman. The barman is what is what yeah. the tag would be. And it would be yeah, a picture of just Bart spray yeah. painting, but then he would have to... Do the barman. Yeah, yeah. do the yeah. barman. Mm-hmm. And maybe even, I don't know, look, this is depending on how talented he is. I'm certainly not equating the chief minister to being a mayor, but the no, point no, is no. he's like the most senior <laughs> yeah. person for us. Exactly so I right. would absolutely love it if I found out he was doing petty crime, like graffitiing. The guy's getting charged. He's like It's apparently cost the city around 3,500 uh, 3, euros. So that's really not what you want from a deputy mayor, but at the same time... It's like yeah, it's rad. It is kind of rad. It's it's objectively awesome. Get him to do a mural mm-hmm. on some community wall. Yep. If it's awful, he has to pay all the damages and then a fine on top Done. of that. If it's fine, he becomes the tagging deputy mayor. Yeah, he goes from deputy mayor to mayor. Does or at least certainly the top of the deputies have a tag off? Uh, <laughs> get them all to just give them a, a patch of wall and yeah. let them all to just say you can be the best artist. That person gets to be the new mayor of Helsinki. We can only assume that good decision making and sick tags correlate in some I sort of way. Agree. <laughs> um, and the thing I would say once again, going back to the barman, yeah. is if we want to find a blank bit of wall for Andrew Barr, this is the ultimatum I'd put to him. Yeah. Show us your graffiti work, and if it's good, you can pay for the remover with taxpayer money. Yeah. If it's bad, you pay to remove it. That's <laughs> That's the ultimatum. Getting mysterious. That's exactly right. We are still to decide which one of us is the most mysterious. The... Mr. Mysterious. All right. Would the Mr. Mysterious be the person who leaves the room or the person who is giving the word? The person who is giving the word. Okay, he's the Mr. Mysterious. mysterious one. It's like you are just in out of your depth if you were the one guessing. Imogen from Cook, how are you this morning? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, Great. thank you. Imogen. Hey, it's, is it kind of foggy where you are, Imogen? Uh, no, not at the moment. Oh, Ooh, disappointing. Wow. We're in Crace at the moment, and it's incredibly foggy, which is adding to the mystery of this whole thing. Yeah, um, so you're just going to have to try and visualise that. Can you do that, Imogen? I definitely can. Fantastic. Okay. Great. Thank you, Imogen. Who would you like to have leave the room? Uh, let's go Ned. Okay, Ned. and that has made me this morning the first... I am Mr. Mysterious this morning, so thank you very much for that, Imogen. Honest, I appreciate I'm it. I hate the Mr. Imogen now for whatever reason. <laughs> I cannot figure out why, but yeah. I have a comment. Imogen, I've got to get Ned out of the room first. He's dawdling, he's dawdling this morning. He's dawdling. He's trying to get my dog Cosmo to leave with him. Uh, okay, here we go. Imogen, your code word today is bottle. You got the word? Okay. Bottle. Yeah. Okay, very good. Ned, come back into the room. 
got to think of a classier way to do that part of it. I think. I don't know. Just yelling at him is not the classiest of ways to do this. Dog with the door. Okay. All right. Wait. Down here, down here. Okay. Let uh, me Imogen. take notes because I never do this and I always forget some of the words. So, Imogen, are you, are you, you ready with your story? I am. Go for gold. Okay. On Monday, I will bottle up a bottle of sunshine and smile away the rest of the day. Mm, a short but sweet, very mysterious story indeed. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. Here's yes. what I'm working with. I've, the words I wrote down were Monday, sunshine and bottle. Okay. Monday because it was so like, get it out of the way first. Sunshine because it sparked my attention and bottle because I think you said it about 15 times. Mm. So, What do you want to lock in, Ned? I think Josh has said sunshine because it's so darn foggy. You're locking in sunshine? I'm locking in sunshine. Imogen? That would be incorrect. That would be be incorrect. Imogen, Uh, what was the word? The mystery word was bottle. Of course it was. Of course it was bottle. Of course it was bottle. When you bottle a bottle, you have a bottle. (laughs) You got the verb of bottle and bottle. You got everything going on in there. Imogen gave it to you you twice this morning. Uh, Fantastic work. You've won Insidious the Red Door Passes. Congratulations, Imogen. Thank you. Thank no. You. Ah, thank you. Wonderful work. I- Imogen, do you like a scary movie or is it something that you're kind of going in to punish yourself almost? No, I'm a sucker for a good horror movie. Yeah, good. What's the scariest horror movie of all time? Oh, probably probably the one that I watched was told not to watch, which was The Babadook. Yeah. Oh, The Babadook is one that people say is terrifying. Yeah, you yeah. get like halfway through that movie, you're like, yep. why did someone do this? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Who's going out in the world and is making this thing? Do you find, here's one last question, Imogen, do you find paranormal activity scary or stupid? Um, mysterious. You mysterious? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic, fantastic way to end it. I've never heard anyone <laughs> <laughs> paranormal activity is mysterious. <laughs> Ned, obviously, while we were away on break, the uh, wreckage of the Titan submarine was found. Obviously, very tragic outcome for the people on board. But it has sort of raised a few questions online as to the uh, burgeoning nature of, like, really extreme tourism. So tourism that is of a very, very high price ticket value, but also because of that, it's of a very extreme nature. There are like extreme, like, yeah, your Virgin Galactic flights. Oh, your, yeah, space is yeah. the final frontier, but even trips to Antarctica, yeah. stuff like all of this sort of thing is now in the spotlight as to who's operating these things, who's going on them, what are the backup procedures if things go wrong. Yeah. Uh, there has been an announcement made by a a guy who's in the know. He's he's penned he's penned a bit of an editorial. Mm. He's like a former yeah, physicist, all that sort of stuff, and he's a tourism expert as well. He's basically said that if you are planning to get on a spacecraft to go for some space tourism and something goes wrong, the quote here is, "No one is coming to save you." Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the top of the dis- like the when you sign yep. your waiver form, that's the top of it. It's like this goes bad. Unfortunately, uh, in our world, Superman doesn't exist, mm-hmm. so you're kind of up there by yourself. We have one to two spacecrafts for tourists at any yeah. given point, and they're usually both being used. For the- <laughs> you would be on one of them. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah, I would also like it's like give you like five. You know how sometimes when you're filling out assignments at school, give five like blank lines underneath. Yep. It's like. If you have suggestions on how you might think we could do, like, come and save you in space, please feel free to spitball. Oh, my God. Yeah, that like, would be fantastic. And if you came up with a good enough idea and yeah. something went wrong, they have to activate one exactly. of them. Exactly. Yeah. Because they're like, look, currently we have zero ideas. So you might as well just, like, pitch us 
look, granted, a lot of them are going to be awful ideas, but if there's something that we're like, hey, we've never thought about that, a lot of bubble wrap on the outside of yeah, the spacecraft. Yeah, great call. Great call. Perfect. Yep. You know what? Mm-hmm. That's not going to cost that much. We could just put it on there. I really didn't expect to start today feeling smarter than, like, an astronaut. Yeah. But I already knew this. Like if I was a <laughs> if I was a billionaire lining up to go on one of the space flights, knowing that if something if we started drifting off into space, that would be it. Yeah. I I would know that already. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't think there's like Paw Patrol's not coming into space. No, no, Ryder no. no. and his team of pups, they don't have a space dog. Exactly. There's no one coming to help me. There's no lifeguard off to the side that you just wave at and he goes, Oh, yep, I'll just come Sorry, over with that, my yep, little slingshot yeah, them back down. Yeah. That's not happening. I'll just come over with my little flying saucer like Marvin the Martian and pick you up and take Take you home. I think the only people on Earth that would be surprised by the news that if something went wrong in space, no one's coming to help them would ironically be billionaires. <laughs> yeah. They would be like, what? What? I'd be on my own. What do you mean this is a bad what? idea? <laughs> Josh, there is some sad news if you are a very big fan of this product. And I feel like if you are a fan of this product, it will, it's like sort of something that wakes you up in the morning. Like, it's really something that you will maybe be a shock to your system once you hear this. Yeah. But Coca Cola Australia have confirmed that they will be axing a nationwide drink that's become quite popular, the Barista Bros Ice Coffees will no longer be available from Coca-Cola Australia, therefore won't be available at all. It's a very, very strange decision. You know, I got too much going on business-wise. It's obviously what Coca-Cola have said. Let's clear out some of the stock. Well, it's like it, it is an oversaturated market. It does certainly seem like... That button was an accident, yeah, yeah, but it no, actually no, no. worked out okay. It, it actually worked out okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a real treat for anyone who... Or you might also be thinking that you, something's gone wrong with your brain this morning. Yeah, something wrong with the buttons. So yeah, that's actually yeah. what happened. Um, okay, so they are getting rid of them. They're the ones that are like... They're the black... No, I've seen them. Black I've seen bottles, them, yeah. they have like mm-hmm. the red, orange, brown and purple I think are the colours that they usually have. I don't drink coffee so I've never even given it a second look. Did have, you Did you ever get into it? I do. I don't. Have you ever had I a Barista Bros? Yeah I can say that I don't like Barista Bros. I'm not saying they're bad. Well, I'm they're just going. saying I don't they're like them. They're so, yeah, disappearing. Clearly Coca-Cola also aren't standing by their product yeah, either. They're getting so rid of it. I certainly am not. I'm a far bigger fan and I think it's mostly to do with packaging of a Farmer's Union iced coffee. Yeah. I love drinking it out of like a little... Um, one of the few good things South Australia's done. I agree. Because yeah. it's like I like drinking it out of a little milk crate and I also like the blue and white. It's very classy yeah. looking. I like it. I like the way that it's designed. It's a, it's a work Does it stable. taste good? Who knows? I don't know. I couldn't tell you if it tastes good. It must. Why would it, why would tradies all across the country be doing that if marketing. it didn't taste good? So I'm saying oh, the branding. Marketing. I think, yeah, I think okay. the packaging looks fantastic. I couldn't tell you if it tastes good, but I enjoy the packaging. I say so. But not really. I like a black coffee in the morning. So no barista bros has been consumed by you ever. Uh, I've had one or two. Mm, mm. What do you think? Nothing to write home about. You didn't want to join the brotherhood of baristas? <laughs> I was like, yeah, look, how many brothers are there? Like, yep. how many brothers are, are putting into combined to make this? I'm the 75th barista, bro, because I am not that interested in I, being at the front of this make, operation. Make me a barista cousin. Yeah, okay. Sure, help. A barista me, nephew. Yeah, make me a barista nephew even. Yeah. But I, brother, Twice removed. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I'll be a third. I'll be a distant, distant Coca-Cola cousin. Coca-Cola have decided to eliminate the whole family. So, <laughs> gone. Barista bro's gone. Look, is I'll anybody... I'll be a barista out- cousin through, blo- through marriage. As I, much as I said just a second ago that I was devastated when they did this to Lyft. I don't think anyone cares about this this morning. I don't think there's anybody out there that has a barista bro as part of their day-to-day routine. It doesn't seem like it's carrying. Like, if this was a Farmers Union iced coffee, I would be like, what are we doing? Like, this seems like a staple. Yeah. Get on the phone. 131060, are you a barista sister? Are you a barista bro? Let us know. Do you you start your day with the barista bros franchise of beverages? As someone on the outside, 
do you what to you seems more uh, like enticing? Would you go for a dare, uh, like a farmers union? Yeah, what's going to be your plan B? No, no, no. I'm asking you. Oh, me. Because you have no, you don't drink this. No horse in the race. Would you go for a farmers union? Would you go for like one of the sh- the ice break ones? One of the a dare. I did enjoy an ice break. They always looked good. They the had like a, just shards of ice. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that looks cold. They that were like never as cold as they promised. Yeah, though. that's the I would say that. Thirteen ten sixty. Barista sister, barista bro. I don't think anyone in Canberra listening to this this morning factors this drink into their day-to-day routine. I don't think anyone's upset. I don't think so either. I Prove think, me wrong. Yeah, I will happily hear from a spokesperson. They've announced today, Barista Bros, no more. They said it's to focus on its core portfolio of products. It's a Coca-Cola. So Coke, yeah. Eliminate everything else, <laughs> if that's all you're doing. <laughs> and eliminate every variation yeah. of Coca-Cola. Yeah. We are just going back to the 1800s where it's just Coke. One red bottle, and we're putting funky <laughs> stuff back in it again. <laughs> we're really going back to our roots. Beth's on the line from Belconnen. How are you, Beth? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. Now, we said we were looking for a barista sister or a barista bro that loves these drinks and is actually devastated this morning. Is that you? Yeah, it is. You're a barista sister. Mm. You know what's actually, you know, okay, so how, what, what, what flavor do you usually go for, Beth? Because obviously we have mocha, double espresso, espresso, and iced chocolate. Which one are you going for? So, I work at a school. And at the school canteen, yeah. they stock the Barista Bros drink. Mm. So my go-to meal is a sausage roll and the iced chocolate. Okay. Oh, the iced chocolate. Do they, do they do the coffee? How stressed are the kids at that school? Well, I don't think... <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I am hoping it's a primary school. I'm <laughs> caffeinated six-year-olds running around. <laughs> I honestly think we've touched on a little bit as to what the problem might have been. Um, Barista Sister is so much better of a, name, a name than Barista yeah, Bro. I yeah, get 100%. that they've gone for the alliteration of BB, but like... And also, I guess you don't want to... Be, you, I don't want your product's name to be abbreviated to BS, but... Barista sister, barista sister, perfect, far better perfect. than a barista Absolutely brother. Fantastic. What are you going to change to a big M? Um, any? What do, what do you think? Big M. Have to be going to like oak or something. Yeah. Oh, the oak. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oak's not bad. I feel like is this actually going to weigh on your brain a little bit, Beth? Like, do you actually? I mean, not concerned. I feel like concerned is a bit too extreme. But is this something that you're going to have to put some time into? Maybe a little bit. They yeah. are really good for ice chocolate. Yeah, okay, great. You know what? Look, this has not been the impassioned plea we needed. We yes. needed you to be like, this is going to ruin my life, and we were going to send the audio to Coca-Cola. And- no, I know what I think. Did. I think Beth is honestly, she's a great litmus test. She was like, you just didn't have a passionate enough fan base, yeah. Barista Bros. Yeah. Even the Barista sisters yeah. were, eh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. They're fine. <laughs> Take them to the gallows. We don't care. <laughs> Josh, on the way to work this morning, something kind of odd happened to me that I don't know what to do or who to tell. So instead, I'm just going to tell everyone and then hope someone who knows who to tell or what to do, they can figure out this problem. What's Essentially, it, making what, everyone else, they're making this everyone else's problem. What does it involve? It involves the light rail. I was Fantastic. on my way to work. Amber's um, pride and joy. I should have figured out where the turn is. That actually would have been a good way to, I don't know, that would have been me being good at my job, is mm. figuring out where this happened. But oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were a traffic reporter all of a sudden. Yeah, but I should You know what? Give yourself some slack, mate. Thank it's you. Fine. You know what? I appreciate it. I mean, I definitely don't. Depends just... what you're about to say up next. Yeah. Okay. So what was happening was I was driving from, from Gungahlin towards work, which is in Crace. Now, I was driving along Flemington Road, I'm pretty sure. That's the one the light rail is on. There is like a crossover where you have to drive over the tracks before you get into uh, Kenny, I think it is. 
<laughs> Ned and the traffic yeah, chopper, yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where I am, I'll be honest, guys. No, here you go. I can find out exactly where it is because it's happened. It happens I mean, just before. If, we, if we're going to pull the you should have been better at your job card, at least you could have done the Google Maps part of this yeah. before we started talking. I was turning on to Well Station Drive. Fantastic. From Flemington Road. <laughs> all right. I never noticed the light rail other than, like, to pay attention to the traffic lights that are going on. Yeah. I know once they started releasing those videos of, like, people nearly getting hit by the, like, by the light rail when it first came out in their cars and stuff, I thought, like, this must be really hard to, like, detect when you have to mm-hmm. go and stuff. Or, like, it's like jumping rope. You've got to, like, jump in. That's that just turns some... out just don't go through a red light. Some people are just completely oblivious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's actually yeah. the problem. So I don't ever usually pay attention to it other than I sometimes see it go past in the morning. This morning, however... On, like, the thing that connects the light rail to the rail, like, to the little cable on top of it, I've seen this in Sydney happen a little bit, but, like, you know when it goes over, like, a little bump or, like, a little connector part on the cable, there might be a little spark that flies out of it. Oh, yeah, or it might go, like, a... Yeah, yeah, I've seen that in Melbourne. It. I've seen that in Melbourne. It's nothing to... It's just, like, a little spark, and it might... If you're unaware of it, might you might go, like, oh, it scared me or whatever. Was there a light rail going past? There was a light rail going past... And it was doing it the whole time. It wasn't like it just a, kept sparking the whole time. It wasn't like it went over like an interchange and went. Yeah, it was going along the whole thing. And sparks were like flying out of the top of it, and it looked like Back to the Future. It looked like when Marty McFly, like after he travels, when there's just like the fire tie marks. It's That's like incredible. When it's like, so wait, is this meant to happen? Or is there's this no way? Because I look. You don't think so? I started. You getting, think something was going horribly wrong? It has to have been because I started driving down uh, Well Station Drive, and I looked back and I could see it. Like as I was driving away, I could see it. I could see the light still lighting up and the sparks flying off. Well, as we always say, guys, thirteen ten sixty. If you know the answer to this, is this meant to happen? Feel the light free. Rate? Is there meant to yeah. be sparks just coming off it at any given point? By the way, also feel free to just call the people who need to know. Oh yeah, don't, that's yeah, actually a you problem. can cut us out of the equation entirely if so, you need to. So there was a light rail. Like vehicle actually going across at the time. Well, that's where it was coming from. Yeah, it like, wasn't. It, it was coming from the little bush that holds onto the yeah, the electric. What? Yeah. So like the little like the essentially the coat hanger that like att- attaches. Is it. Is there anybody on the light rails? Very early in the morning. I don't think so. Usually it's like it's just getting into going. I know what this was. What fast charging. It's like when you put your iPhone into an 18-watt yeah. charger. Yeah. <laughs> They've gone, let's just charge up the light rail vehicle for the day. Fast charge Super it. Quick. Five in the morning. Let's get it done. I will say my phone doesn't go... When well, I'm into it. Aren't you fancy? <laughs> able to afford genuine cords. I just have to do deal with what I have to deal with, mate. <laughs> I am always fascinated when I see the news stories about how incredibly smart the algorithms are. Yeah. I think there's only one algorithm that is truly incredible and that is the tiktok algorithm algorithm that seems to understand a person better than they understand themselves within about a day yeah just it shows you the videos you exactly want to see if you watch something for a millisecond longer it's like oh you liked that more of that like it's so clever yeah it can almost tell what i'm gonna be interested in like uh, probably a week before i am yeah i was like no i was I, i was considering Taking, well, I was like, I don't know. I was just fascinated by crochet for a while, yep. like a couple of months no, that's ago. that's fine. You're considering taking up crochet. Well, I, That's a fine thing to say. You know why I wasn't, though? It's because I was like, there's no way I don't stab myself. Mm. Like, doing this, there's no way I don't get that's a needle why I through the into it. Yeah. I want to see it. But I was like, this is too complicated. Anyway, I was looking at it. But, like, for a week before I even, like, even, even picked up in my head, I started seeing videos all throughout my TikTok of people making you crochet. Mo- it, you knew you brought that pottery wheel a few years ago. It, yeah. it could predict where you were going next. Yeah, it's, it's like, this guy just 
just needs some he sort needs of art project. Yeah. <laughs> He's miserable. Something's going to happen. Yeah. Um, can I just say, I don't buy into it for any other social media apps, though. I've been mm. seeing the same picture of my cousin April, who is on uh, issues in Greece at the moment. I've been seeing the same picture at the top of my Facebook newsfeed for four days. Facebook's probably the worst. I'm one. like, what is happening? Why is you're not this sophisticated thing if this is what you're doing? You're showing me the same thing four days in a row. Yeah. Stupid. I will say the Instagram one is sort of the Goldilocks. It's not too bad, but it's certainly not too good either. that is why I've saved it for right now. Because I had something that, to me, was just the most unfortunate social media advertising moment I've ever seen yesterday. Mm -hmm. There was a young guy. He's a 19-year-old, apparently whiz kid real estate agent who has sold millions of dollars worth of property already. Mm. And he's got these big, cheesy real estate photos with him with, like, you know, the phone up to the ear. And he's he's doing deals. I'm just doing business. He's a handsome guy. He's in a fancy suit. He's doing real estate deals. And I was like, geez, good on this guy. Look, this isn't even... This is not for an LJ hooker or, a, you know, like a, a real estate company. This is just this guy. Yeah, it's like his privately owned thing. That's he's, cool. He's gone out on his own. He's got some gumption. He's paid for a bit of a social media advertising budget. Good on him. Good on Instagram. Great. I clicked through. Guy's in Mackay in Queensland. Mm. So not really applicable. So let me just quickly say <laughs> that has destroyed every part of this for me because it shows that potentially this guy doesn't know how to, to locate target his his advertising to just yeah. the area he operates <laughs> yeah. in. And B, it shows me that Instagram doesn't suggest to him to do that. Yeah. Or he has done all of those things and Instagram's just let him down and has gone far and wide. Or every party involved is to blame. Instagram didn't think to tell him, he didn't think to ask, and now he's advertising for real estate listings in Mackay to me here in, in it, Canberra. It certainly is one of the three. It's one. It's either he stuffed up, Instagram stuffed up, or all three, all both of them have stuffed yep. up. But yeah, no, at a certain point, like... You can pay for this stuff to work as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's also why Instagram and Facebook are not as great. They're that's like, what I'm saying. you can pay for it to be good. So that means that this guy also doesn't care about his business enough to pay for it to be good either. If you think, Josh, ease up. Don't be mean to this kid. He's trying his best. He's yeah. in Mackay. He's selling real estate. He's got a cool phone. It's up to his ear. He's making deals. Think about the times you have seen a, an ad for like a club night or something yeah. and it's in Adelaide. Yeah. You're like, why am I seeing this right now? I get Gold Coast ones yeah, far all too the frequently. Time. Why is that happening? <laughs> the algorithm's stupid. <laughs> Ned, we yes. are joined in studio right now by producer Michael. How's it going, Michael? Good boys, how are we? Good, thank you. Uh, now, if you want to go and listen to our Japan Journal podcast, you can go and check it out. You just search Ned and Josh. In that, we recounted some tales from Japan, and we laid down a bit of a challenge, Michael. What was mm. that? That challenge was that you claimed you could really tell the difference between mm-hmm. a Japanese Kit Kat and a regular Kit Kat. Yep. I say regular, what we're used to here in Australia. Yes, yes. Our everyday run-of-the-mill daily driver Kit Kat that you would find at a petrol station or a Woolies or anything like that, I claimed it to be superior to what I was honestly expecting because the way Japan goes about Kit Kats, every, so many different flavours, so many. I was expecting it to be better. I was expecting the Japanese Kit Kat to be the best Kit Kat I'd ever had. I was seeing flavours that I didn't even know how you would put into, like, chocolates. Yes. It's like watermelon, Kit Green Kats, tea. Green tea. Matcha. Matcha, yeah. yeah. Yep. Mandarin. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is going on? You think that they are... They've they've negated the milk chocolate, just the the run of the mill one. They've watered down the barrel so much yes. by adding so many flavors that the original, the OG, has lost its, it's pizzazz. Lost its p- pizzazz. I said very specifically, and if you've been lucky enough to be to a few different places, you'll know that American Kit Kats taste very different to ours. Better or worse? The Japanese Kit Kat is much better than the American Kit Kat, oh. but not as good as our Kit Kat. 
Mm. That leads us to the test that's going on right now. Mm. Now, what's happened, Michael? Because I could tell you looking at these, I could tell you which one's which because one's I'm going to have to close my eyes. Significantly darker. Yeah, I agree. We're going to have to probably do a a blind (laughs) test. Yeah, go on. Yeah, that works. Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. Okay. Gone for the half hood over the head. Now, so now I can't see. Say unlimited power. Unlimited power. You do look very sidious. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, thank you very much. Darth sidious. (laughs) Okay, here we go. So, this is going to be you tasting these chocolates. Michael, would you like to hand Josh one first? Yes, I'll hand him Palm out. Kit Kat A. A. Palm out. A for Australia, potentially. Palm out. There we go. Okay. Now, without looking, I'm sure you're pretty good at this. Put chocolate into your mouth without looking. <laughs> that is rude. Yeah. Okay, that was rude, and I think you should apologize. I was going to say, yet to hear wrong, but it's yeah, rude. Yeah, I know, it's, yeah. I know it's rude. I'm yet to hear wrong. Yeah, okay. It's supposed to be nicer when you tell the truth. Okay, so have some chocolate as a part of your job right now. Uh, I will say while Josh is eating it, we are going with both original um, milk chocolate, yeah. Kit Kat, of the chunky variety. Yes, I will say, it's a thick Kit Kat. I'm operating at a disadvantage. Because I've got a slightly blocked nose at the moment. It's affecting my taste. Okay, 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 okay. All right. Now, now, how did you? How does? How does Kit Kat Bar A hit you? It's good. I must admit. Yeah. This is going to be harder than I thought. Okay. Yeah. This Michael, is going to be harder than I thought. Hand out. Palm out. There we go. There is Kit Kat B. Here we go. Now I know the answers. Hmm. Before you reveal your hood, I would like you to give the answers just so you don't get any more of a clue or anything. Yep, 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 yep. I will. Tuck in. So this is Kit Kat B. This is Kit Kat B. <coughs> okay, so this is... Mm. You really are enjoying mm-hmm. it. And I'm, you know what? I'm glad that you're taking yeah. this seriously because you are mm. essentially a sommelier right now. So... Mm. How are you doing it? How, okay, I need more okay. than hmm. You can't, this can't be just you enjoying so a that's Kit Kat B? That's Kit Kat B. B. I've been to cities yeah, that Jesus. never. Oh <laughs> just yeah. give us an answer. I still call Australia. That's You're Kit Kat B. Kit Kat B is Australian Kit Kat. I mean, I know the answer, Michael, but would you like to confirm? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Kit Kat yeah. B is Australian Kit Kat because yeah. it's the best damn Kit Kat I've ever had. Yeah. So we're confirming locking Josh in as. Kit Kat Bloodhound of the group. Kit Kat Bloodhound. <laughs> God, Kit Kat Bloodhound is like a rad name for like a rap group or something. I've got to be clear too. I know Kit Kat Bloodhound. Yesterday wasn't the best day for this radio show, but I also just pushed the winner sound effect blindfolded. So yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Impressive, that's isn't really that, good. that was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Canberra's Hit 104.7.